What's up? Welcome back to the North Florida Sports Network. And it's National Signing Day. God. Yeah. Oh, what a day that used to be. Right. I remember getting, like, it was a thing, man. It was everything. It was. It was park your butt on the couch, try to get off work. I mean, if you're a nerd like me and like that kind of stuff, or Jimmy Reno, who's with me now to talk about I it. I never took it that seriously, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's literally officially National Signing Day. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's and the, honestly, I forgot about it. Right. It's the old national sign. I was talking to Keith the other day about, you know, James Colsey and the national sign. I was like, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Well, for for schools that, you know, FCS schools, um, lower level classification, I mean, it's still the same old deal. Yeah, but even with the transfer portal there, it's kind of... Yeah, yeah. It, really, like, early signing day kind of just took... That's the, the real sign. Yeah, yeah. So schools are looking to get kids on campuses as yeah. early as possible. Um, you know, ten years ago, early enrollees were like a, a huge deal. Right. Now it's pretty much the norm. So. Well, it should be the norm that you listen to this show, you download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, right. or on YouTube. Once you smash that like button. Go ahead and subscribe. Don't forget, if you're in the area, go buy Metro Deli. Get a cookie, man. You're subscribing. Get you a free cookie. Go get you one, man. Those things are good. That's right. What do you think your favorite one is? I don't have a favorite, man. Just oh, they're all good, right? Stuff it in my they fat the white face. Chocolate macadamia. Yeah, those are the best. Those but I best. like the oatmeal raisin. No, I don't mess chocolate, with that. Everybody, chocolate chips, the most popular, but... I don't do, I don't do food and cookies, go wrong man. with that, but I know, but I really like the oatmeal raisins. <sighs> Just tell them that you subscribe to the North Florida Sports Network, and you got yourself a cookie. No, uh, but like for Florida State, everybody's already signed. Yeah, Nothing they picked up a here. late, a late edition, quote unquote, Amari Williams, uh, the edge. Out of the Benjamin School, Tra- Jordan Travis's old high school. Oh, okay. He's a reclass, so I think he's either like graduated early, or maybe he's like he's older than most of the kids. And I don't know, I don't know. But he originally was a member of the 2025 class, mm-hmm. but he's going to be coming a little bit early. Okay. But other than that, everybody was already pretty much wrapped up on early signing day. Right. Well, they need to change it. To December being the official signing day. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. There's some talk that they're going to push it back to February, like it originally was. Just get away. But for FSU, you still got in this class, you got some key positions. Yeah, got your quarterback. I mean, you got your QB. Got your running back. You it got a stud like run back. Couple running backs. For a backs. while. Yeah, already. you loaded up in defensive back. Um, right. You know, you got a couple couple tackle prospects. Again. As has been talked about many times, you know, the front seven of the defense, you, you kind of left a little bit on the table there. But well, that's going to be the focus of this class. Okay. It appears. Defensive line, linebacker. All right. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. One last ride for, for Odell, hopefully. I think so. 
get a couple high end guys, especially right. on the interior. It would be nice. This class probably ranks what, 10, 12? The 24 class, yeah, from the, the 10 to 12 range. Um, That's just high school kids, right? Right. The the thing about it, man, is they continue to to shuffle the rankings. Um, so I I don't I don't I don't know, man. If you can stay in the top ten, top fifteen, then you're you're probably doing pretty well. Um, you know, there's some kids that were ranked really high when they committed to Florida State that you know dropped significantly. Cam Davis being one of them, Landon Thomas, the, right. the tight end, another. At one it, things like that kind of affect the overall ranking. Well, it doesn't take away from the fact that you got a blue chip running back and a blue chip tight end, and both of them. Right. So I mean, you're splitting hairs, dude. I don't exactly. I, you know, whatever. It's just what what should it what could what it used to be this day. It's now just right. There's there's a difference. Day. There's a difference between the top two, maybe three classes, and then everybody else in that that back of the top fifteen. But that's it, man. Everybody from about four Georgia to fifteen leads the way again. Yeah, Georgia killed it. Um, yeah. But they're recruiting nationally. Yeah, you know that that's kind of what you expect when a team starts experiencing that success. Yeah, there's plenty in the southeast region for Florida State to go out and get. Even up there in the uh, Atlantic East region, up in Maryland, um, there, there's some some guys up there that they can take a swing at. So they got to they got to get to work though. You know, that well, dude, you can see you saw it when Georgia man they just come in waves, man. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Well, they they've got something. They, they've got a blueprint that they recruit to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they went back to back national championships. Yeah, when you're when you're winning titles and you've got the product on the field to to show to kids, that's gonna. But you know, Florida State is they're upping their profile with high school kids again. Mm-hmm. It went away completely. During the uh, the Jimbo debacle and then the Willie years and the first couple of years under Norvell was just lying uh, in on choppers. Yeah, yeah. Well, success on the field is is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But uh, it's it's all about D line this year, man. I, I'm telling you. Yeah, who you got your eye on? Bunch of kids, bunch of kids. You 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 already got Javion Hilson out of Coco. You know, the kid that flipped his commitment from. From Alabama to Florida State. Okay. Um, Myron Charles out of out of Port Charlotte, defensive tackle. He's another kid that that's. I don't know if he's going to end up a top one hundred kid. He'll probably be a top two hundred, but he is a, a defensive tackle with that that body type that is going to play early often. Um, those are the big the big guys right now. What what is it, Trent Jones up in Maryland? He's a grown man. He's up there in Darnell Dockett's old area. All right. Uh, another another defensive tackle. Uh, those three guys would be a great start. You already got one of them committed. You know, now it's a long way to go until you sign him. And he's he's an elite edge guy. He's he, you know, that's going to be your top edge probably in your class. You've whiffed on that, you know, multiple years in a row. So that's going to be something to watch. But you know, th- there's a lot out there right now. Um, those are the, those are the three guys that I hope Florida State has as a high priority. Those are the top of the Reno list. Yeah, in in terms of being realistic options and as you know, extremely talented prospects. Um, just measuring it. I mean, obviously, I would 
prefer that they take the top three defensive tackles in the country, the top three edges in the country. You know, but that's the biggest position of need. You you think next year? Yeah, yeah, without question. I mean, we we you know, Florida State was very fortunate this year that that you know Daryl Jackson and Josh Farmer both seem to have chosen to you know come back for another season um, because you could have been looking at some really really scary situations there up front. Uh, but yeah, you, you gotta. You got to continue to add guys. Um, they they had a couple misses, a couple younger guys that have transferred out. That they got to, you got to just you, you got to raise the floor in that room. You know, got to get back to churning out elite players on that interior. So you know, he's done it before. He can do it again. It's just about you know how much respect that polo shirt's getting. Another window here, another transfer window though will open up this spring, right? And uh-huh. that'll be. Probably that's their last chance to add to next year's roster. Yeah, I don't know anybody that's not already on the team. I would, I would say, short of, of so th- this is your last. Like, if you were to, you only take diamonds now, like Keon Coleman type, players. right? Right, and I think something Game to keep, something to keep an eye on would be, you know, like the the coaching change at Boston College. That ah. Let's say, let's say Bill O'Brien gets there and tells Thomas Castellanos. Hey man, I'm not going to use you a quarterback. That's just not how we're going to run our offense. I mean, you know, that kid wants to bounce. Um, I don't think that he's going to go somewhere to try to compete for a backup spot. You know what I'm saying? But something like that. Kids like Michigan, um, when that opens up and their entire staff is now going to go join Jim Harbaugh out in San Diego, you're going to see some of their players jump ship. Will Johnson being that that first round lockdown corner, he's going to be a hot commodity if he decides to pursue the transfer market. Um, but yeah, it's a diamond type kid. You're not going to go right. looking for right for anything. It's um, cherries, short of that. cherries on top. Right, that's where you find it, and you can find really good one. And I think it'd be the same position again. I think if another right. receiver comes out there and you're just like, oh man, we got to get him, then then they go get him. Uh, I think everywhere, maybe maybe defensive end if somebody really big time linebacker, um, you could you, that 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 does remind me. You could see Cam Riley, um, the the linebacker from Auburn, could be a late addition when that next window opens up. Uh, I think he had some academic things to to take care of at Auburn, or he might have been in the original transfer class here mm-hmm. at Florida State. Well, Florida and Miami. Are going to play each other this year? Yeah, Florida's playing everybody. They're playing UCF too. Oh yeah, man, and they got a uh, Florida State. It's about time. Yeah, <laughs> they got a murderer's row. They do. They got quite a schedule. I like. What do you, oh, man? Would he get? Would he last to the Florida State game if he lost both Miami and UCF? Oh, I doubt it. Yeah. It I might don't think they give them. situations we saw a few years ago when old Randy Shannon was coaching for the Gears. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah. I, I it's gonna if he does and he's they got a quarterback at least and you know. Yeah, you, you got a quarterback start and they've just got, to make a bowl would be right would be incredible. I know that's what they want at Florida though. They want well. I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, that week one playing Miami is something that. Well, Miami 
made a huge by getting Treshawn Ward. That that changes everything. I mean, Cam Ward, exactly. Yeah, I'm so Cam Ward. I'm, you you brought up Boston College. Yeah, you know, yeah. Thinking of old old Treshawn. Yeah, like yeah. Wait, what's he gonna do? But um, getting Cam Ward from Miami that that really is big time. Um, I know they're excited about it. They should be. Yeah, I mean they're they're now firmly in the mix to contend for the title in the ACC. Right, because he's been recruiting line. Yeah, and and that's I if think you that's, can get someone that can throw it consistently. Right, right. And that's something that it. that Cam Ward really hasn't had is that line that protection that can actually keep him clean in the pocket. So it, it's going to be, be a big game this year. Yeah, and they—I mean—that that game against Florida is going to going to be huge, man. It's their, yeah. right off the bat. You got to go and play an in-state rival. Mm-hmm. We know how bad that sucks. Um, oh yeah, those uh, early two thousands. You play Miami when the Labor Day game started. Yeah, it's like a whole season in and of itself. Just that one game. And they told us, you know, relatively nothing about the season, but yeah, you don't want to lose it, man. No, you don't. Um, well, National Signing Day. Again, who cares? Who cares? What? It's over. Yeah, so you're almost just wiping the slate for something that for next year. Right, just I mean, see. most schools have already hosted yeah, multiple already junior days by now for the next class. Uh, I don't, you know, I know Norvell was flying around the helicopter, seeing kids, you know, kind of just buttoning things up. But I mean, it's it's, yeah, it's not really, it's not really signing day anymore. Nope. So it's Daddy's February. Yep. Well, we gotta get on out of here. But uh, big game coming up Sunday. Yeah. 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 Preview the Super Bowl, the preview that everybody's been waiting for, will take place tomorrow. So look forward to it. We got some interesting some tidbits, maybe Props. a little couple little shockers, maybe. Yeah. No. Inside information. Taylor Swift. They ain't gonna have Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl to lose. Well, come on. I know you're just going through your nine. I can't believe the Niners are favored, but it's got to be because of that running game. <laughs> right. All of a sudden, she takes off the Kelsey jersey, and there's a George Kittle jersey underneath it. She switches sides at the end of the game. No. Well, well I'm, in, I'm really looking forward to this matchup. Yeah, well, one thing I know for a fact is that Brock Purdy is not going to overthrow the potential game-winning touchdown. Again, again, it's going to come down to old Brock. Can he not turn the ball over? You saw saw the game in Green Bay where they they didn't catch it. They didn't catch it. He gave it to him, he didn't catch it, and he played better. Yeah. And if he plays well, I think Niners win, but... Kansas City has a really good secondary. How I mean are they gonna be able to stop that run enough? That's gonna be the, the key. Or are the 49ers gonna luck their way into another playoff win. Three in a row for this year. Yes, I mean, they've gotten it's kind of 
different. It's the way pretty. they reached the Super Bowl has been on they've been coming back. Yeah. The comebacks in both the games to get there. You know? So I think that's kind of changed the attitude. And then same thing for Kansas City. They came being underdogs. Usually they're hosting and have home field advantage. So something's got to give. We'll talk about it, though, and we'll preview it. We'll pick it, and we'll do it right here on the North Florida Sports Network. Our ride was here. We got a uh, shuttle uh, to our 